Attention, attention, my black brothers. What I want y'all to do right now is take out the do-rag. The silky ties down. I want to see the waves glistening. If you got nappy hair, pick it. Don't let nobody discourage you. Ariel. Hi, girly. Hi, sister. How hey. are you? <laughs> You're discombobulated right now with your drink. Oh, I need to refill mine. Yeah, the shit just poured all over me. I literally just opened it. Wait, what are you drink? Wait, wait, what are you drinking? So today I'm doing um sparkling wine. <clears throat> and what? Wait. I opened it. It literally said. <laughs> okay, let's show our bottles on. Three. No, I'm not doing the bottom of the glass. The what? You got a bottle of sparkling too? Yes. All right, hold on. <laughs> I think this is sparkling. Okay. One, two, three. Is that the same? No, I got. Uh, oof, let me hold it carefully. Bare, oh, girl, you got barefoot bubbly. I have Moscato. I wasn't is this Moscato. I wasn't paying a whole bunch of. Usually, I'll go with like a drive. But a dry brute, but I wasn't doing that shit because it was a snowstorm and I was just trying to have enough to get lit. It's when? Right now? No, I bought that. Like, <laughs> I was like, I just never touched it because I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with that now? I was like, where's the snowstorm? Sis, we haven't had an episode by ourselves in like three weeks. Yeah, shit is crazy. It's crazy. You know, we usually have our like check ins and all that, and we haven't had. Uh, like our like you know intimate conversations or just like conversations with each other so this is going to be very interesting because we haven't done this in a while but i miss you i miss you too i'm like i love our guests but also just like love talking to you too yes we just need some time to just you know be the two of us yes i'm like i'm uh, i'm I'm present but child i'm i'm I don't know what is going on. Everything is so weird. Like, and it just got weird in like the last 30 minutes. Just like things are a little off. Um, I'm not like disturbed, but I don't know. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. Like things are just really odd. Like I spilled that damn drink. I feel like this space doesn't belong to me right now. Like somehow my, my, my room doesn't feel like it's mine. My God, girl, you're in the twilight zone. This is weird. Like in the in thirty minutes, everything just like came at you like whoa. literally like whoosh, and I was like, "This is odd. What what is this? What's going on here?" I, I mean, I, I think that's helpful because uh, this episode we're definitely going to get into like our mental, emotional, physical mindset right now, like in the current climate that we're in with the world and also with our mental clarity so today's episode we're definitely going to check in with each other and then also talk about some other juice like we always do but this this episode definitely is going to be like a like check in with each other type so hopefully we can get to the root of what made these last 30 minutes so (laughs) (laughs) for you i mean shit my fucking sleeve is soaked. My damn seat is soaked. My floor is soaked. Yeah, I'm so a wet bitch. so that happened like a couple episodes back. Remember? I do. Like, I was literally sitting in a pool of liquor. Yeah, one I remember when that shit you know, right before we started recording. <laughs> and I, I now that. know what that feels like. I was sitting in like literally my underwear. 
in a oh. towel around my waist because oh, I was wow. like, yeah, I was literally like, I couldn't clean it up because it was red, but lucky I got it up like as much as I could, but I definitely get your, um, current state. your feelings, your current yeah. state, but I mean, nice to be seen. Yes, but what is up, everyone? It is your boy, Lord Debris. And I'm Derwin King. And welcome back to another episode of That Black Boy Joy, where we create a space where Black boys can be themselves. And so much more. It's just us Black boys loving other Black boys. And we're here. I hope everything is like, I hope you, we get, hope you get to the roots, sis. I hope we, we're going to get to this freaking root <gasps> of it. Because, <laughs> listen, I have been off. Like, something's been in the air recently with me, with also, like, my friendships as well, which is so weird. Like, that's so, like, I've just been, like, checking in with my friends and also recognizing that they're also in this mindset of burnout or, like, their mental, emotional, or physical is somewhat, like, tilted. Like, the balance is, like, definitely, like, it's nothing. lives hanging in the balance. (laughs) It's like, and it's so interesting that all of us are like in these conundrums of like confusion. And I'm like, you know, it's not Mercury Mercury retrograde because that shit's over. It is. I don't know what it is. I think it it may be. You know, we're about to hit this year of the pandemic. Like we're about to be one year in when we thought it was going to be like a couple of days, a two week thing. And we got PTSD. <laughs> we got PTSD, PTSD. Our brains know that we're embarking upon the year anniversary of this bullshit. Do you yeah. remember? Oh my God. It was like a year ago that we did the one episode, like at the mm-hmm. beginning of this shit. Because when, when the pandemic hit, we did an episode together. And then the next episode, we were like separated. Bitch, what a time to be alive. We were like, oh my God, there's a pandemic happening. Like, we're on like lockdown. A bitch like me was so amused. Like, I was like, wow, look at shit just falling to pieces. I thrive in chaos. And now I'm sitting here like, damn, bitch, we really been sitting in this bitch for like 366 goddamn days with no end in sight. Ha 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 ha. Oh, wow. 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 You thought, motherfuckers. That's how it is. Genuine, like, shock right now because, okay, so let me tell you how I hung out with one of my castmates, two of my castmates the other day, um, and we were just sitting there talking and someone said something about the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it clicked in my mind. I was like, damn, I've been drinking this whole pandemic because a bitch has been stressed. Yes, and then yes. I, had, I happened to be sober that day. So... It all just runs into my brain. And I was like, oh, my God, we've been in a pandemic for a year. Oh, my God. Black people have through such Oh, my God. The fucking Donald Trump shit is just worse and, and worse and worse every day. Oh, my God. Texas just went through a horrible, like, <laughs> Florida flooded. California was on fire. Ebola like... is back in West Africa. Like, I was just sitting there silently having, like, a fucking conniption. Like, I was just like whoa so okay i'm sorry i don't want y'all to feel like i know life is bleak right now i'm not trying to like project that shit onto everyone but damn no but like you're being transparent in your mind in a space and i think that you're not the only one that has felt this like 
this like world crashing down on you mentally like I definitely like get what you're saying I definitely understand it I definitely feel like our viewers and listeners feel the same way it is just your like you know thought process but I think there's people out there that agree with you I for a fact agree with you like this is why this episode is happening today because also like our last episode we're, like, we're gonna get into that into the into the the check the you know meat and potatoes but of course y'all we're gonna get into our black boy joy spotlight for the week and this week's black boy joy spotlight is uh by it's it's a man of the name i always get like weird um his instagram is underscore many moves but his actual name is emmanuel robinson he is a middle school teacher that has recently gone viral on social media with him basically teaching his students um in atlanta georgia so he uh was a little background about him. I actually know met him before. He actually used to teach here in the DMV, but now he has moved to Maryland. And he has a video right now going viral of him teaching to his Atlanta? students. Yes. What did I say? Maryland. It's okay. Maryland. Yeah. Like, you, you know, he recently was in the DMV, but has now since moved to um, Atlanta. And there's a video about him going viral of him teaching his students the like Pim Daz, like you know. That's uh, him. Yes, that's him. And yeah. he's over there, Corvette, Corvette. Where's and in his <laughs> I wanted raw. They said, when did teachers start looking like party promoters? And I was like, I don't know, but Ooh. I want me one of them. He looked right. like a big old dick. Is that inappropriate? Should I not have said that? Okay. <laughs> it's out now. I mean, and it's and it's going, he's going viral because I think he's Teacher Bay. Of course, we're having another episode of like Teacher Bay and all that. And it was really nice, more so for me to see a male representation in a teacher atmosphere. I work in education, so I absolutely love it. We love male teachers, honestly. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, especially the, op- I don't, how old were those kids? They, they were, they were middle schoolers. They were middle schoolers. I yeah. think it's perfect when, because usually you see male teachers in like the high school setting. So it's great that they were younger kids. Mm hmm. And it just was dope just to see another man. And he also like was tatted up. So it wasn't something like he was like very like buttoned up to the collar. He was very much a millennial. He was like, I got you, bruh. And I was right. Like, <laughs> I want Corvette, to Corvette. <laughs> like, he's I met him at um I think in Gallery Place. Um and we met at it was like a bar Luis. He was pretty cool. He was definitely um, cool. He's straight. All right, so let's get into our <laughs> topics. You don't know. It seemed like you don't know. Is it assumed that he's straight? <laughs> okay. Allegedly. Oh. Allegedly. I can't even say allegedly. I don't even want to put his information out there. I, I was okay. going to say. So, <laughs> so when I met him, I think he was bi. To my knowledge, he is bi. However, I don't know if he's publicly stated this to people, like, out loud. But I definitely knew him as bi at the time when I met him. Oh, okay. So, All right. Yeah. So I was, I was like... Uh, <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't ask. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Because I don't know. I don't know if... I don't... You know how certain people present. I don't know, you know, what, what audience he's trying to attract. So, I mean... Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean... I, don't, I think he just loves loves. You know, whatever is a... Tr- I just asked oh, so I could feel comfortable. Being Lust. Um, yeah, that's exactly why I asked. I asked yes. for me. <laughs> Again, this is alleged, you all. If he updates his status or if he actually tells you all what it is, then by all means. But last time I checked, I think he was. As so. long as it's clear that I, I want, I'm attracted to him. All right. Yes. 
Yes. And yeah, shout out to Emmanuel Robinson, aka underscore Manny Moves on Instagram and Twitter. You all should check him out. He is a great teacher and also just a wonderful person. So let's get into the rant. So I don't want to say hot topics because I also automatically think about Wendy Williams. So I feel like we should come up with a different name for it. But right now, let's do rants with Dev and Dev. We can figure out something later (laughs) off camera. Okay. I'm down with that. Um, so <laughs> I, did you, have you, are you caught up on WandaVision? Yes. Oh. It was Agatha all, all along. along. <laughs> it was oh. Kenya all along. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was Kenya. Who's stirring all the drama? She's a rat. She's a, a fucking rat. Get up, Karen. <laughs> so I am a caught rat. up on, I am caught up on WandaVision. How do you, what do you feel about it? it? Yeah, I love it. I thought the last episode was great. I love the Modern Family, um, like, viewpoint. I think, did they do the, was it the Office part as well? I think it was more so Modern Family with the, like, definite, but I think it had Office-esque type of thing. Yeah, when we went to, when they went to work with Vision, it seemed like they were doing more of, like, the Office sort of thing. He didn't go to work this episode, girl. Oh, was that a preview for the next episode? I think that was the next episode. Because I don't think this Or was episode, it the last episode? Last episode, he wasn't at work. Remember, spoilers. We're giving y'all some spoilers. He was at the carnival. I'm confused. With I'm Darcy. Confusion. He was the last episode, he's at the carnival with Darcy. Yeah, well, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. But he did do work. He did do work once back in, like, I think the 70s and the 80s. I just remember there being a scene uh, that I saw on Twitter of his coworker, um, the brown guy, and he was like, he touched his head to figure out what the hell was going on. And then he was like, oh, help me. I'm so sad. Yeah, I think that was the 80s. <laughs> I think that was the 80s. Oh, wow. Themed. The Office, did this episode did, this most recent one did give like Office vibes with the like fourth wall, breaking of the fourth wall. But that was more like Modern Family. Yeah, that was definitely Modern Family. So, but yes, I am caught up. Companies. Am I right? Yes, you're right. I've caught up and I love it. I am excited for tonight's episode or to early morning because i think they drop at 3 a.m yeah but do you get up early in the morning to watch that shit no i don't i do not get up before work i do that but most of the time i don't have a lot of time before i'm supposed to be on the computer so i'll watch it like right after my work day i don't get on twitter to see what's going on anyway i did see (laughs) it was agatha all along but luckily for me i have the encyclopedia and i had already done my research so i knew it was about to be agnes slash really yeah honestly i was i like to have the information and -hmm. it wasn't like it was about to be a spoiler like the comics the comics exist so there are people who already knew this was going to happen to begin with so I, I did all the research and I was like, okay, so she's likely, Agnes is likely Agatha. Yeah. Um, and then that also probably means that she's the villain. Yeah. Agatha Darkness is Agnes. Wait. Yeah. Agatha Darkness is Agnes. Like. Hark. I think it's Harkness. Harkness. Yeah. Agatha Harkness is dark is Agnes, whatever. So I'm like, ooh, I'm interested. I'm really ex- it's a good excited. Show. And then the also. I love it. The blacks and the gays and the black Yes, because it's representation. It's cute. We also like, we are geeks. And then also like Monica, Monica, her character as well, which was excellent because that's also how they describe her getting her powers is some like radio, like some very much, she's like 
like something transmitted intergalactic very much yes yes just something from like some extraterrestrial type of shit but it would make sense for it to be wanda i think that's perfect also shout out to tiana paris for getting that marvel check um i'm pretty certain so her character will eventually become spectrum or at least in the comics she eventually becomes spectrum so i'm hoping they'll give her her own film or tv show or something and she also becomes the second Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, absolutely. I, so, now that I read in the encyclopedia, <laughs> that I knew from a uh, that I knew for a fact. So I was excited when we saw. I love when we see people's like background stories or like we could like I'm like okay, this is how they got it in the Marvel universe and things like that. So I'm like super excited to see. We only have I think two more episodes left, two or three. Um, so I'm definitely Yo, excited. It's almost over. I gotta watch the Loki one. I mean, I'm kind of excited about Loki. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> okay, I'm I'm I. It's not that I don't want to watch Loki. I just he's not someone that excites me. I'm gonna watch his show anyway because I'm sure it's gonna be pretty interesting. Um, but just to make a great decision with the other show selections, like I don't want to see what's his name. Falcon. Oh, of uh, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier. Why the fuck would I give a shit about either of them? <laughs> what does yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, would, I think uh, I prefer female leads, and that's probably my issue anyway, as I just want to watch women on TV. I don't, why would I want to watch a show about two men? Ooh, yeah. More you're, already, more you're boring. We already have that. We already had that. Also, okay, I don't know. I'm, like, really a geek for like such like gaming you know of course did you see the mortal Kombat trailer i did not i mean okay. i did but i just didn't care about it i know i'm super excited for the mortal Kombat trailer when does it come out i oh great oh bitch you hit me with it you hit me with something i do oh, not recall bad. you i do not recall i don't believe i don't remember like really testing me on some stuff that i don't <laughs> me too i don't know that girl I don't know that. I don't know her. Um, there was a lot of people, like, it was a lot of people asking, like, where Katana was and where also Jax was, because they, I mean, not Jax, um, J- the women. Um, yeah, Jackie. The women? Just like, kind of like gamers oh, and like okay. fans. So, um, what was his name again? Not Jackie, not Jack. Oh my God. Oh my God. I forgot the white man. What is the white man's name? Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. We did not see him in a trailer. We also didn't see Katana um, in it. So we are definitely excited to see what is, what's going to happen with the movie. But we did see Melina, um, Sonya Blade, Jack Briggs's, Brett Briggs's Storm. Oh, not Storm. Raiden, Scorpion, um, uh, Sub-Zero, and some other folks. So I'm excited for that. I gotta I give you information. No, none of what you just said. And you said Johnny Cage, and I was like, Johnny Test. <laughs> Not Johnny Test. Not Johnny Bravo. Um, Johnny, Johnny Cage. Cage. I mm-hmm. got you. That was all. That was my little update. You can. No, continue. I fuck with that. I have, girl, have your moment, child. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I have. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Recently, like just literally on social media today, I got snapshots. Oh man. So, 
Yeah, I, I definitely saw this on social media, so I am a little bit aware. So Salt Lake City had their finale for the reunion yesterday. Um, I think it was a good close. One of the first times in a while someone mentioned this on um on Twitter. Twitter, that it was one of the first times in a while that we've seen Housewives walk away with a resolution. Because after Potomac, which was just in the air, uh, yeah. uh, these women, I think the difference is that, number one, they don't hate each other. They kind of dislike each other. A lot of communicative issues there. But they're friends for the most part. And the people who aren't <laughs> friends, you can clearly tell they aren't. I personally, watching what I watched and also seeing the reunion, I think Heather is very bitter. You said, so I like Heather, okay? I, yeah. I, I want to be clear before. I like all of the women, maybe not Mary so much, but I like yeah. all of them. Heather is so stuck on whatever it is that Lisa has done to her. And I'm like, okay, girl, just let it go. And maybe yeah. you didn't even have to let it go, but calm down. Yeah, like I was watching. I was like, she's really trying to break up anybody that's connected to Lisa. Lisa. Anybody. She's like, oh, did you see Meredith? She didn't stick up for you. Or, oh, Jen. She like was it's- like, you got, uh, that emotion, that empathy you have for Meredith, where is that for me? I want you to have that for me. And I would be like, bitch, didn't you sit up there and tell me that your thumbs up to me wasn't a fuck you and then get in your confessional and say that it, say was, it was a, a fuck, fuck you? you? Do you want to be my friend or not? What is it that you want from me? She needs to handle that shit like Whitney and simply say, bitch, you don't like me. That's fine. I don't really care that much for you. I'm cool. Yeah, and also like Lisa was like said that I tried to call you and you I left voicemails, voicemails and you. So it, it just purposely looks like to me, Heather wants to be petty. I think she wants to hold on to this grudge of Lisa saying that she doesn't know her or Lisa feeling like she's above her. And then also, you know, she was saying that I feel like Jen has put me on the back burner because she feels like she's upgraded with Meredith and Lisa. I'm just like, girl, build a bridge and get over it. You are grown. You're a grown ass woman. Seriously, though. And the fact that you're being very like manipulative to try to break up people that are connected to me. It's like, girl, you have other things that you need to worry about. Why are you trying to literally start, break up my friendships? Like, you don't want anybody to be friends with me. And what is it about Jen's friendship that is so valuable to her? Because, and there's also this thing I feel like Jen and Heather are like two sides of the same coin. Mm -hmm. Like, Heather likes to pretend like she's a victim, but we have watched her try to isolate Jen for her own, like, benefit. So... I believe that there's a part of nar- there's a certain type of nar- narcissism in both of them. They're just different types or they show up differently. Yeah. She her narcissism shows up as a victim and actually sh- so does Jen's, but Jen is so passionate and outward about her emotions that she's just yeah. like, "Listen to me, talk to me." Ah. How do you So I want to get onto that cuz how do you feel about Jen like pushing this conversation about, you know, having colored women be named aggressive well first of all let's get into colored women let's just let's get into that i was definitely kind of like not thrown off but like she was very much i was like first of all nobody has ever i'm a colored woman i was like as a colored woman me and mary can relate i was like wait nobody's ever said nobody's ever said women of her color or her stature or her ethnicity is aggressive right now let's get into that so let's let's get into the aggressive conversation because i do think that she she lunged at whitney which was an aggressive thing to do yes she acted as if she was going to hit whitney and she pushed 
who did she push? Heather? Mm-hmm. So, at the point that you've put your hands on someone aggressively, you are being aggressive. And different. she also said she's going to bury her. Yes, she said she's going to drown her in her pool and, like, bury her in her backyard. <laughs> but the... But, when Jen was talking at the reunion, Heather said, you're being aggressive right now. Yeah. And that was simply not a truth. She's yes. being passionate. There is a huge difference between her full-on attacking Whitney at, in Vegas and her passionately expressing herself at the reunion. And I, unfortunately, Jen created a environment for people to call her aggressive based on the time that she actually was aggressive. Yeah. So now here we are. Yeah, I definitely was like, like I, I, I know a little bit of it. I got, I did my little research. Um, I, I don't want to say that this, but it is. I'm just gonna say it and just get it off my chest. Yeah, it comes it. off. It comes off. She does come off aggressive. There's multiple interactions yes. that you can that we actually have seen of her being aggressive, not verbally aggressive, or you know, being also physically aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like even in this space on the reunion, she was not listening to anybody's like explanations uh like when i think whitney was talking and heather and this is my like i don't i didn't watch the show so says get me together well but, yeah well because there was a period i was so proud of her where she realized i think like it actually clicked in her brain oh wow i've caused a lot of problems here and she apologized and she did apologize and it was clearly a sincere apology because it didn't come with manipulative tears. It came with tears like, damn, like I fucked up. I know I fucked up and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. For, I'm sorry for fucking up. And yeah. I think that's a great first step. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. Also, Mary was getting caught in so many lies on the reunion. She was a liar. <laughs> and it was really uncomfortable. Like, the, I was like, I really wish I want to go back to watching now because when Meredith was, I'm sorry, when Mary was making those things, I don't, oh, I don't go into stores if black men are outside of it. And I only wow. like, she I only said like, it. and I only like white men and not black men. Like, mm, there's definitely some internal like racism or some internal hatred for her own color, in my opinion. Yeah, but no, absolutely. While Jen is not a black woman, she has black sons and she's married yes. to a black man. And I definitely think that she was genuinely offended by what Mary said, um, because also Mary is a light skinned black woman married to a light skinned man with a light skinned child. Yeah. So I think with Jen being married to a dark man and her children being brown slash browner than Mary's husband and child, I yeah. definitely think that she almost seems like she has a better awareness of racism than Mary does. She does. Um, and I don't have a problem with saying that. I'm not saying that her being married to a black man and having like kids means that she is like incapable of being racist. I also think she took on some of... Yeah. She took on some of the anti-black racism that didn't belong to her. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that as a brown woman, they are categorizing her in a way without giving her the space to just be an emotional person? Yes. Mm. She also just happened to be the only one on the cast who acted a damn fool. So, yeah. I mean, that is, like, <laughs> things can be true at once. Two things can be true at once. Heather and Mer- and Heather and uh, Whitney, Whitney know absolutely nothing about racism. Yep. I'm not going to listen to anything that either of them has to say about racism. I don't believe that they know what it looks like. I don't believe that they know when they're perpetuating it. So it was nothing that either of them could say that would make me feel like, oh, they're not racist. Because they probably are to some degree. I think Whitney was um, liking MAGA posts. And I like Whitney, but I can't fuck with that. Hmm. Whitney's friend was like at the fucking um, insurrection. Like, 
Ooh. Didn't know this, girl. Didn't know this. Yeah, low-key Whitney's MAGA. All right? So, yeah. I'm not... And I don't... And all Heather does, all Heather does is fetishize black men. Oh. Yeah. She so does. That well, man yeah. came in there trying to get to know her, and he got his little Shirley Temple, and she judged the fuck out of him for not being a big, brute, brutish nigga who wanted to dick her down. Like, l- let's be clear here. Let's be clear here. Heather's all cool all right. and dandy, but she's not absolved of being a white woman in Utah who's more than likely racist. I mean, really. Yeah. I'm like, ooh. Speaking of which, have you heard, like, what's going on with The uh, Bachelor right now? There's, like, a lot of stuff that's happening with, like, one of the females blatantly being, like, racist, going to, like, a plantation era type of party. And then the host um, basically, like, um, justifying her actions. And now he's the host, the guy. Yeah. And he has stepped down from being the host of the show. The interview that I watched with him and Rachel was very uncomfortable because... Rachel who? The she was the, the past she was the first black woman that was a bachelorette. I know who you're talking about. Yes, um, and he was being so white, they privileged to do this conversation. Man, and it was so funny because Rachel was calm, cool, and collective, letting him dig his own grave. They, she was. Why, why did they choose to have Rachel do it? Nobody. And first of all, I think they're the bachelor is very white. And I think she's the only one that can have these conversations about, you know, she she also has a podcast and has been been very much opinionated and intellectually opinionated about The Bachelor. She's been on okay. like, you know, Watch What Happens Live, and okay. like she has a podcast and things like that. So I so think she her facilitated. She was qualified to have the conversation. She's also a black woman, so nobody in The Bachelor. This is like interesting because this is also during the same space of where they have their first black. Um, Man. bachelor man biracial yeah. so basically yeah um Good. the guy that was um the chris the host of the show was basically like we don't know the background of you know why if she was actually there we don't know what was going on we don't know if she was actually there she hasn't spoken about it so we can't assume um we have to wait on her voice but i would like to say you know back in 2018 racism and all that stuff wasn't a real thing and i was just like mm. And he was just like, you know, that was the era. Like, you know, I I think she's going to talk about it. And I know she's going to speak out. And I was just like. And Rachel didn't. She didn't. Let Rachel was just. She was basically saying like, well, there's videos out. You know, there is the, the history behind these type of things. Like she's doing that, but she wasn't like going back and forth with them. Right. I love it when white people say that racism wasn't a thing at any point in the last Six hundred years, and he kept doing this thing of like saying, like you know, people weren't woke back then, right? He was putting this this very much um, belittlement of people being enlightened or not long, no longer taking the shit. It was like you know, people weren't woke. White people, white White people. Lest we not forget that many of us, for the first time in our black ass lives, Mm -hmm. watched the world say that a black child's life did not matter when we watched Trayvon Martin's murderer get off. Mm -hmm. Lest we not forget that many of us had to go through that same trauma with Michael Brown. 
So it's so interesting to me that white people in the last year have opened their eyes and genuinely believe that this level of scrutiny of racism is new when it's really just that they as usual are completely behind on acknowledging it yes and that was the whole conversation and i was in my head just like so uncomfortable with because he was casually just like saying like oh it's you know like I'm, I, I don't know if she was really there. She hasn't spoke about it, so we can't confirm it. But I do know when she does speak about it, she will, you know, but I was like, how don't you know that she was there when there's pictures there? But you know for a fact that when she does speak about it, that um, she will, she will like, you know, be eloquent or something. I was like, I have two questions. Number yes. one, why would he know any, what is his allegiance to her? Nothing. That was the thing. That was the, also the conversation was like, he was very, he was very on her side. He was it very like much he was on racism side. He was on, he was on racism side. So I think that was the thing where he had to apologize. He had to make a statement and apologize because he was basically condoning racism. Clearly. Oh, no, he clearly made a way because yeah. are they known to be close? Like, why did they ask him in the first? Yeah. Place? Why was he asked? That was my second question. Why was he asked in the first place? I don't know. It was also that thing on the show where he had, he sat down with, uh, the Bachelor and was asking him about how does he feel about being a, the first black man, which I did not think was beneficial. I didn't think he needed to sit in front of a white man and tell him that why is him being a Bachelor of color so important. I think he could have did that in the confessional and had one of the producers talking to him because to me it was explaining why black, why diversity is important to a white man. And it was to me not conducive. So um, just to wrap it up, it goes to show, and also when Rachel was like, um, "Do you is the Bachelor going to take a step in and talk about you know these allegations?" And he said that um, we're not going to speak about it. We're going to let Rachel speak about it, which goes to show. And there's been multiple occasions, in my understanding, and y'all can quote me if I'm wrong. If the if when the Bachelor has not been diverse we all know that this is like their umpteenth thousand season we have our we've had our first black man and our first um woman of color you know black man man of color and woman of color in these couple of years so it is not really in the space of supporting diversity and inclusion so i think this is so ironic that it is happening when we have a biracial um contestant as the bachelor right now um so i don't watch the bachelor because it's not diverse but i have been hearing about um these racist things that i'm sure more of the contestants are racist um she just has been um caught up in it so that's my little segment on <laughs> what in the world with the bachelor <laughs> i can't believe that that made me sick to my stomach yeah now you done pissed me off <laughs> There's also another show that I've like been watching. Okay, we're gonna go into what we well, have on the what script. What is it? So okay, so I don't know if you would know know what No Jumper is on YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. So No Jumper is this like very much hip hop type of YouTube podcasting thing where like rappers come on and talk to um, people and like we get into their music and things like that. So last a couple of months ago, there was an episode with this guy named Ad who Ad who was a rapper. And OT Genesis, who was a rapper as well. They're both from LA. And <laughs> um, the co-host, 80s co-host, this girl named Yazzie and her friend. So they are very drunk, more so OT Genesis. And we get into this podcast that is very uncomfortable to watch because we are seeing OT be belligerently drunk 
and just be very weird. And we start to see the girls get uncomfortable on this, oh, on no. it. And there's like jokes being passed along. There's OT is saying, calling the, one of the girls, nipple, Miss Nipple or Mrs. Oh, nipple no. and blase, blase. And then we get to this point where um, it escalates to the one of the young ladies saying to OG, OT Genesis, oh, baby boy, something of that nature. And this is when the conversation gets real weird because the girl also says, if you if this is a media game, you'll be put in a grave. So you know OT Genesis is a crip, mm. right? So when she said that, he was like, just to, I, you like, don't threaten me, right? Do not threaten me. You don't know this game. Like I can go home and be go go to sleep, but you on the other hand, somebody, I could have somebody on your head at when you leave. So there was backlash with this episode because people have been recently saying that she was out of character. She was disrespecting him. Was she, she a white woman? She was a black woman. She was a girl of color. Um, she was a she was a girl of color, and it was my issue with this episode. And I'm going to vocalize it. And I've actually put on YouTube. There was a power dynamic Hell in yeah! that space that made me so uncomfortable to watch. And it was seeing these two men, also yes. AD, AD yes. is these two men be very belligerent. Well, one man belligerent and the other one allowing his friend, who complicit. was a guest, complicit in his friend being drunk and all that stuff, right? And we see these two girls, they're supposed to be doing like a best friend episode. So they had asked, you know, what do you want in a man and things like that and oh. interrogated the girl and like, oh, you can't bring nothing to the table. So you're really not, you know, just being very weird. Excuse me? Yes. On yes. Their platform. On their platform. I'm going to send you the episode, sis, because it's very weird. <sighs> but it was very uncomfortable for me to watch because, for example, we are co-hosts, right? If I bring a co-host on the show, if I bring a guest on the show and you bring a guest on the show, and our guests are like being disrespectful to each other or disrespectful to the space. There was also moments when AD was telling his co-host to just shut up. He was telling her to shut up. However, he was never telling his friend to calm down. His friend was belligerently drunk to the fact where he was on the ground, shoes up in the air, crackling on the podcast, blase, blase. So long story short, the girl that said, you know, oh, call OT Genesis baby boy. And if this was a media game, you'll be in a grave all of that stuff. She's been getting like death threats and oh people. Oh my fucking good. Yes. Hey, can we move on? I, I, I <laughs> yes. Mind. We can move on. But... All I have to say about that is I cannot continue to watch men, let alone mm-hmm. black men, completely disregard and disrespect women on such an egregious level. Yes. It is actually making my stomach hurt to imagine that to, I, I, I think back to so many of the things that I've heard in the last couple of months. Boosie saying we need to take back our power. Somebody said the, that because black men don't have white privilege, they double down on patriarchy. Mm-hmm. And I just wish that black men were self-aware enough to know that they're doing that because it comes out in the most horrific ways. And I'm just so tired. I'm so tired of women being the victims to that. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of the, it residually falling on gay L- and LGBTQ black people as a result because misogyny is absolutely at the root of homophobia. I will always say that. I will always say that. It is. I will always say that. It is It is that. And I think that was what bothered me was so much. The comments, the comments, when I tell you the comments were saying that she didn't know her place and women like her... You know, she needed to respect OT 
you know, he can, you know, so I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Um, it was a very uncomfortable show for me to watch to see a man. Also, they had like did an after, you know, after or after review of it. I'm trying to sum this up. And she 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 stepped up and acknowledged, you know, maybe I said some offensive thing to somebody that is affiliated with um Crips. I maybe I said some things that I shouldn't have said. Is the problem that he was affiliated with Crips or that he was affiliated with a gang and she said something that could be interpreted as a threat versus yes. it being a truth. I think what she was yes. saying was that like this doesn't reflect well on your end image which is yeah what i got from that was that yeah. what she was saying yeah she was saying like he was saying like you know like girl you don't want this energy like you know i got connections out here and she was like well if this is a media game because she's very she's known i guess allegedly in a media yeah, game yeah i mean look, I just, taking so when she said that to me power came into the conversation because it was like you don't ever put nothing on nobody that you went because she's not from there so they're like you can't be saying stuff like that because you can get misconstrued it was so uncomfortable for me to watch it. I don't know gang life. I'm not affiliated. I definitely, it was more so, yeah, the, it was the power, power dynamics in that space. So those are just my little two things. So I did not, ref, I know, but no, let's, move on. let's move on. Let's move on. I don't even know, I guess uh, really quickly, because I don't think we have to delve into either of these things. Yeah. Twitter gets its first pay, um, paywalls. So they're going to start allowing people to charge for content. Like It's only fans. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the the dominion the monopoly that's what i was looking for i guess they mean the same thing the monopoly continues uh twitter like any other social media platform is taking components from other platforms so that they can stay relevant so they're allowing people they're going to allow people to charge for content so i.e people are going to start charging for their twitter porn twitter porn has always been free or it's been slight previews of the piece of the content going on only fans i personally yeah. don't want to spend more of my funds on porn so i used to <laughs> compile those clips up in enough content to get me there <laughs> i love it an, if that won't be an option anymore i will simply have to use my imagination and go back to reading erotic books um oh. I, will, <laughs> I will personally step back into the old um ages before i continue to give more of my money to people who don't deserve it that isn't an individual like issue i'm not saying that individual content creators don't deserve my money if anything they probably need it what mm -hmm. i am saying is that i'm tired of capitalism just constantly growing palms to chalk me with to choke me with like it's just like always something it's always something attempting to take our money and as that continues to happen the um the economic disparity increases the the wealth gap increases it just the chasm just continues to grow yeah i think now just these social media platforms are just it's becoming, ooh, girl, this, these conversations, these hot topics, <laughs> these rants. Um, yeah, social media has definitely just become something that's just lucrative. Like every platform now, you just can make money off of. And I think it's not becoming fun anymore to post. I think you now is becoming the space of I, if intentionality or, you know, putting up this facade. Like it's too many spaces where, it's too many spaces where you just can't be just authentic now and it's and it's not like we can log out and go hang out with each other like no we can't because we're all over the world so i did like i'm i'm kind of upset because twitter was one of those places where people were, were you know just being free and all that but now it's coming at a cost for certain people i'm just like we got they got rid of tumblr you know little freak stuff i so. still get on there and honestly the porn is back on tumblr just so you know 
Yeah, it was. Know. They got rid of all of. They got rid of like most of it, but you can still go and see the like. I see porn on Tumblr damn near every time I log on. I don't know oh as often as I used to, but I get notifications still because the girls love me over there. <laughs> <laughs> they love you over on t- Tumblr, <laughs> so I go on here and indulge. I need to check back in though. I haven't been on Tumblr um, since a couple of my favorites um, have no longer posted. <laughs> yeah, no, that happens too. People stop using it and it'd be the people you actually enjoy. Yeah. Um, the last thing is that ho- the House passed the Equality Act, the amended Equality Act, because obviously the Equality Act was passed in '64. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's um. Basically, it was for the protections of the LGBTQ people. It still has to go through the Senate. So while we're celebrating one, this is just like the impeachment, right? Like the House successfully impeached Trump for the second time. Senate didn't for a second time. So I'm not trying to be like pessimistic. Chances are it'll get passed through because there are a lot of gay Republicans. No. Okay. Oh, girl. Okay, so I'm going to. You know I mm. had to stop myself from saying what I really <laughs> wanted to say. I was, I almost completely unleashed. I'm telling y'all, y'all, let me tell y'all something. I am at the edge, close to letting this mouth fly free, but the Lord, oh Lord, he grabbed the hell out this tongue and said, hey son, not today. Stop, stop it, stop it. That's what I'm like I this. Oblige. I oblige. <laughs> I, Lord, I hear you, and I, I'm retreating back to my corner. All right. Let's get to those meat and potatoes. Into the meat and potatoes. So this episode, we like we said in the beginning, y'all. First of all, take a break, y'all. Step away. Get y'all, you know, recollect and all that stuff. We gave a lot of y'all some hot topics and all that. So we're going to give y'all a little bit of time to step away. So I hope y'all are back. That was a little, I don't know, that was a run to the kitchen or to get y'all some snacks or something. But we are segueing now into um, the check-in portion of the episode. Today, I wanted to do, we wanted to do a check-in with each other. Like we said in the beginning, we've had guests on so, like, these. I think the past three weeks. Um, and we wanted to get back into where our mental clarity is at physically, emotionally, spiritually, so that we can recharge and continue moving forward because we know we are in a pizzeria. We are not in a space where we can engage with people fully. So I wanted to, you know, um, we, I keep saying I, but we wanted to um, do this with y'all. So the f- well, it's going to be me and Devin, but of course you all can take these questions back and do it with yourself. But I, I did have a, 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 yeah, and we I will try to, to post. the feedback from it too. We will post these questions. We'll find out how to post these questions, the link to these questions on social media. We'll come up a little, little, you know, something new. But yeah, um, definitely... I would emphasize that you ask these um, questions to a close friend of yours or one of your friends. And I also want to point out, please check in with your friends. Please check in with your friends. Please check in with your friends. It can be just a simple text saying, hey, how are you? Or I love you or just checking in. I think it is so important right now. We are coming on a year of being in a pandemic. um, And some of us, unfortunately, are losing connections with people because we are not able to be in physical proximity with each other. So I want to emphasize, check in, call your friends, tell them that you miss them or something of that nature, because you never know what they're going through at that time. So please just do that. Um, But these questions, I definitely would um, challenge you all to have this with a friend, someone that you're really intimate with or close with, 
parent, whatever, partner, um, but we want to do this with each other. So the first question, just to get it off, get it off our chest, how are you feeling today? Really? Like, be honest, physically and mentally. You told me to be honest? Yes, girl, be honest. Why don't you answer the question first? I will. I, okay, so, um... In the past, I think after our last episode offline, um, mm. I was not in the greatest space mentally, physically, and emotionally. I um, have experienced burnout. Let me pour some of this because <laughs> I've been experiencing. Um... <laughs> it overflowed. I'm glad I'm not the only one. I don't wish that on you, girl, but. Oh my God. I've experienced. Hold on. You all right? So, um, like I said, the last episode, um, I've ex- I was experiencing some burnout, just like with trajectory of where I feel like my life is going, a lot of self-confidence, self-worth, which is we're going to talk about those things too, self-worth, um, self-confidence, um, ooh, excuse me, self-worth, self-confidence, self-esteem, and then one more of those conversations of self. But I've I'm going to follow up with that, but I've been definitely having these challenges of like having something to persevere or keep me pushing. So, um, it's been rough. It's definitely been rough for me these past. Um, so it is. Okay. So it is self-worth, self-esteem, self-knowledge and, um, self-confidence. So we're going to talk about a couple of those things as well, but it's been hard. Um, I think it's just been isolation has been something that's been very hard for me. And then being in a space where I have to push myself to persevere um, is something that is very challenging. And it's something that is, um, I'm not the best cheerleader for myself. So it's really hard that I'm in this space where I have to do that because I'm in somewhat of an isolation. Like, of course, I can go out and try to see friends, but then that's also a a fear because we are in, in COVID. You know, we're still in this pandemic that if I go out and see somebody, unfortunately, they may have been exposed to it or, you know, I might contract, I mean, con, um, contract it, whatever, in any space. So um, there's been a lot of, excuse me, blah, going on in my life right now. And I think it took a toll on me the last episode um, off camera. I cried to you um, about just like, I, cry back. I know, <laughs> but it was, it was, it was hard it's been hard for me i'm glad that i'm waking up every day i am trying to find my joy uh, my self-worth my self-confidence my self-knowledge and self-self-esteem but it has been hard um and i'm finding oh i'm finding little things to get back into and i've definitely said like just to be transparent, I also started getting back into YouTube, but I also took another break again, which is like, the mo- not a break, but like, I think mentally I'm just like exhausted. I don't have nothing that's pushing me to do anything. Yeah, so that's, I feel um, the same way. I feel the yeah, same exact way. It's all. I, I'm, I'm wanting to pick up projects. I'm wanting to get back into things, but I don't have the fuel in me mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally to yep. give it my all. Like the podcast, I'm giving it. But it's like, I know I can give more. So yep. that's where I'm at right now. How are you feeling? I mean, just on that note, I think we're used to, you and I are two people who like to do, we like to do things. We like to be busy. Um, and the fact that we're not able to do that, I think is indicative of where we are spiritually. 
Um, you know, every other day for me is a trial. Um, some days I can wake up at 7.30 and spend enough time like doing my little morning affirmations or meditation to make it through the day. Other days I get up like five minutes before work and I just put on enough clothes to decently go downstairs, log on to the computer and <laughs> whatever bullshit is in the store. Yeah. Um, spiritually, sometimes I'm well, sometimes I'm not. Uh, mentally, I am uncertain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There has been no mental stability. There's been a lot of confusion. Um, there's been a lot of... Like, I know I want to cry. I know I want to cry because I'd be tearing up at Ugly Betty. <laughs> um, so, so that means I'm waiting on an opportunity to cry. Like I'm waiting for a moment that feels appropriate to just like let it loose. I need some catharsis. Um, physically, I'm fine. I, I today was the first time because the sun was out that I was like, oh, I would love to do some physical activity today. I love working out outside. Mm-hmm. I don't like to do inside activities like at all. I, the only time I would ever do inside activities was after my outside run. <laughs> like the core stuff out of the way. Yeah. So I have this little bit of faith that soon we'll be in a, a temperature where I can actually go outside and do things. Um, I miss dancing. Oh my, um, God, I oh my God. Okay. I do this hip hop fit class on YouTube every day now. And I tell you, it has been the best experience for me during this pandemic. I will send you the link after this, whatever. I don't know if, like you said, you like to work out outside. So, but the other thing is that this house is like, was like built in the 70s. (laughs) So like, I'd be trying to shake my ass to 34, 35 and all I hear is. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, yeah. um, I get it. I, I've physically, I'm still working out. Um, I'm still trying to work out. This hip hop thing has been something, but it's been hard. But what um, has been taking up most of your headspace right now? So what is something that is weighing heavy on you? The first thing is that I'm so ready to be done with the professional workforce. Um, mm-hmm. I have, I have finally accepted that it is completely out of my character desire and purpose to be in a professional and that isn't that isn't like not to do something professionally of course i i can and will and want to do that but to be in the non-profit or for-profit professional office space like workforce i i am not it was never for me it will never be for me and I have accepted that, and I've, I'm at peace with that fact. But what's on my head, what's in my um, headspace, what's taking up most of it is, I don't currently know how I'm supposed to that change. Know how to change that, um, and I'm not trying to wait around for an opportunity, even though I know one is coming. But at the same time, it's like I don't want to just do actions just to do them, just because I'm being guilted or because I'm guilting myself, I should say into being active like do nothing without intention and the problem right now is mm-hmm. i don't have a lot of intention girl I, literally the same thing i don't have any intention with absolutely anything a lot of what's taking up a lot of my head space is there's uncertainty that i've been feeling with my job i too do not want to be in the next i don't want to be 
here. I don't want to work for anybody. Like the professional, the professional space. I would love for the podcast to be my job. Period. Period. Or something of that nature. Something that I really enjoy. Um, also, I am in debt. Just being transparent, and my money is just being, you know, going a lot to. Um, the bills that I have to pay off and things like that, it will work out. I know it was. We've talked about money in our last Absolutely. episode. Absolutely. But my headspace has definitely, this month I am going to be in a better space, i.e. hopefully I get a raise. But um, recently money has been the, the focal point of like, oh, I, I um, can't do things because I have to pay bills or will I be able to afford this or things like that. So my headspace has been worried about finances, um, uncertainty with my job and then also like I don't have intentionality for absolutely like I can't I'm waking up like when my alarm goes off I always sleep through it I will press a push press snooze and wake up an hour th- an hour an hour and 30 minutes later like I don't even wake up from my alarm anymore so my headspace is just so consumed um and if you know yourself to be a person who would typically be up in time to get things done I think that's significant I think mm-hmm. it doesn't say you're being negligent I think it says that there's your mind and your body and your spirit are calling out for something to change. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I know that I should be meditating more often. When I do, when I can meditate in the morning, it's a good feeling. Like it, yeah. I genuinely do feel good when I can meditate in the morning. But I mean, you know, sometimes we just don't see ourselves as being able to. Yeah. Um, when was your last full meal and have you been drinking enough water? I'll go first. Yeah. Um, I've been very intentional with meals. Um, I have been definitely taking my health more serious. Um, recently, I found out some things about my health that I wanted to take more control of. So I definitely have been making sure I have more veggies, more green veggies, like Brussels sprouts and asparagus um, in my diet. Um, last night, I made some salmon, some Brussels sprouts and potatoes. I'm very, like, you know, in this space, but I'm definitely eat full meals um, regularly. I do need to get back into drinking more water. I do drink a lot of water, but it's not to the point of like, I think a hundred ounces a day. Um, But I definitely think I am replenishing my body with the necessities now, but I still don't feel motivated, you know? So it's like, my meals are fine, but it's still, I'm not having that go-to energy. So what about you? When is the last full meal you had and have you been drinking enough water? Thankfully, the last full meal I had was lunch. Um, I have not eaten dinner and I didn't really have any plans to. I usually um, eat after the show. <laughs> I have some more, some leftover salmon and asparagus potatoes. I wish I had some salmon. I was actually going to do a grocery list after we were done. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an interesting relationship with um, eating in general. Um, and so I can see some of those habits popping back up. I shared this on uh clubhouse in this group called uh dragon dragon slayers. Players. Oh, you know, I'll be talking about that. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the dragon slayers. It's through. Yes, honey. Um, so I'm, as I noticed that I'm trying to be better about eating meals, but the problem is that, and I love to cook. I really do, but I have not had the energy so I've been buying um, Greek food from a place that's probably like seven miles away from here. And mm-hmm. luckily it did not put me in the hole. 
It was actually, mm. I was able to do it financially without it like causing a dent in my finances. So I that's did good. that for as long as I could do it. I did it for lunch today. Um, but that's why I got to work on this um, grocery list. Mm-hmm. Water, um, I haven't been to the last three days. I've made a very conscious effort to drink more water, so I keep filling up my like fifty ounce uh, water bottle, um, because I, I haven't been taking care of my body with water. I've not been hydrating, and then my skin ends up being the, <laughs> the victim of that. Yeah, my skin, um, and my internal processes. <laughs> Ugh, I get that. Um. Yeah, we're going to work on that, sis. Get that grocery list after the show. Um, The next one, I think I'm going to combine these two. Um, How have you been sleeping? And I think we talked about this. What have you been doing for exercise? Um, You start off since I started off last time. Uh, For the last, like, maybe, like, month or two, maybe even three, I haven't been sleeping well, Um, at least not during the weekdays. During the Mm. uh, weekends, I sleep very well but something about knowing that i have to go to work on uh, the next day is causing me a lot of duress um distress i should say <laughs> um, i know that duress is a word i just don't know that i used it correctly anyway um lots of waking up at like three o'clock in the morning or maybe even just like an hour or two after i went to sleep um lots of waking up earlier than I should be. And I know that it's not my fault. Like I know it's not habits. Um, a lot of the times it's just like overall stress or yeah, the fact that like working, working I think is stressful right now. And I know that this is not an experience that I'm having on my own. A lot of You're people not. right now who are still employed, it's so interesting. It's like a catch 22 because there are people, I know of people who wish they were working right now, but they don't know that it, working right now for so many people is so stressful the pressure of performing when you have these active stressors like people who are unemployed right now have the active stress of like financial burden they've got um the stress of like am i going to be able to maintain my housing they've got Mm -hmm. the overall stress of like is the world going to plummet before i even get a chance to get my shit together what about the pandemic am i going to you know get covid and like the, those of us who are employed still have a number of those um, concerns. Yeah. Um, but so I'm trying to be grateful for being employed. But at the same time, um, I do get like, I lose sleep when I have to work. Like I just do. Yeah. And have you been exercising? What have you been doing for exercise? Nothing. I haven't exercised at all. <sighs> I literally haven't done a single thing for exercising. Sister. Nothing. Okay. I wish we I gotta, could tell you that I danced or some shit. That's be. I mean, we're being transparent, sis. We don't need to. That's, this is this is what's helping us. This is what's, um, we're trying to figure out. I definitely, would recommend just you know taking thirty minutes out of your day, maybe going on a walk outside. You love outdoors, so maybe going on a walk. Maybe I don't want you to run because you love running outdoors, but the weather is getting nice. So let's anticipate this weather getting nice. We're going to, let's challenge to do, let's try to think of a a run. Let's try to think of a run, sister. Um, But I'm glad you were transparent. So for me, I, since December, there was a problem with my sleeping that I had to address um, because I was waking up in the middle of the night every day at 2.30. Um, had to figure out was like with some health con- health issues, got that resolved. Um, I've been taking some 
um, herbal like mood stabilizers before I go to bed, which has been very health happy for me. I mean, healthy for me. Um, I have melatonin that I've taken some nights. It's not the greatest, but it's definitely okay. But Tylenol PMs, those bitches put me out. (laughs) And when I say they put me out, I go, I sleep through the night. Oh, wow. Wow. I don't wake up in the middle of the night like I used to. So I'm super excited that I'm like taking those. Um, Please, you know, be safe with those. Please, you know, don't overdose anything. but my sleep has been fine now. I don't go to sleep early. I go to bed around like 11 or 12-ish. I go to my room around 11 or 12-ish. Um, and then I gradually fall asleep and things of that nature. So I sleep until like 8 or 9, sometimes 10 sometimes. Um, so my sleep has not been the the issue. It's getting up for me. Um, and like I've been saying to people, I work out... Um, more often, which I'm really proud of myself. Um, I have been doing this hip hop fitness class every day for 30 minutes, which is super fun. Also, I go to my gym sometimes. Haven't been in my gym just because I don't like the extra work to go downstairs and go to the gym. (laughs) And I can just be more comfortable in my apartment. And I like to do like fun type of workouts. I don't like actually like lifting weights. Um, I used to run in college in high school, but I don't like to like run in a treadmill. I would love to like you go on like a jog outside or something. It's better, so it's more entertaining. It is. So I've been doing this like hip hop class, which is really fun. So we got we're gonna get on you, sis. We're gonna I'm gonna check in. We're gonna see how we can help each other, support each other on our fitness journeys, of course, because we love that. The next one, I'm gonna combine these two just for time's sake. What is something you can do tomorrow that will be good for you? And what is something you're looking forward to do in the next few days? So for me, what I definitely uh, would like to do tomorrow that'd be good for me is to sit down and come up with a concept for my next YouTube video. Also sit down and put down some concrete actionary steps for the podcast as some things that we've discussed behind the scenes about some moving forward projects that we have, just so I can give you some updates on that. Um, Also... Getting more fresh air. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow, I definitely am going to try to, I can say, sit here and say this, something I would love to try to do is go outside um, and then work on some actionary steps for the podcast and then also um, a YouTube idea. And what is something that you've been looking for, that you're looking for in the next few days? I am looking forward to a conversation with my job about where the future lies. I think that is something that I'm really excited about because that will give me something to feel grounded in um, because it's been very much on my head. Um, also, hope there's a conversation about something else that I don't want to say again, but praise. <laughs> like, praise. Um, but in the next few days, yeah. And then it's, it's going to be the weekend. When, well, it's, when it's while we shoot, it's going to be the weekend. But when we drop air this, it's going to be Monday. But what about you? What is something that you can do tomorrow that'll be good for you? And what is something that you're looking forward to in the next couple of days? Um, tomorrow, I can also probably go outside. Um, no, I could probably call some people just to see how they're doing. And I actually know what I can call my friend who just had a baby. Yeah! I know I was about to I literally was about to be like sister so when I called her she had not had her baby like she had the next 24 hours she was just like 
trying. Um, but yesterday, I they called me ten minutes afterwards, but she had freshly had her baby. I'm just like. <gasps> One of the happiest things to happen in the last couple of months. I, I love new life. Um, I was telling my roommates yesterday that I have this, like, I'm so protective of pregnant women. Um, mm-hmm. I just know pregnancy to be a really vulnerable time for women. Also, like, one of the more dangerous times in their lives. So I feel like I just am so invested in their well-being. So I've been here, like, supporting her from my end of the world um, since she told me. And being able to be um, even a, sm- a slight part of her baby coming into the world. It was just a really marvelous time for me. So I did. Yeah, last time. I know. So <laughs> I was so happy when we talked. I was like, oh my God, me and my sister are talking. No, okay, sorry. Don't. I'm not making it seem like we don't talk. I'm, t- I'm just like, was really glad that we like talked about like, you know, the baby. I was like, oh my yeah, God, I, so cute. I, I can't tell you how happy I am to witness life coming into the world so i can call her tomorrow to see how she's doing see how the mm. baby's doing uh the last time i saw a baby being born it was my niece and i'm so in love with her so mm. <laughs> um and over the next couple of days something i can look forward to is this haircut on saturday praise the lord um and maybe to just some time to 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 relax to rest and yes try to make um a plan for getting through the next week um I'm, I'm, let me look at these questions real quick. Um, mm-hmm. We only have two more things that I think is a problem right now, and I'm I I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this is true yes. for you too. Is we want um we want a change in our lives, a change towards the career we want, and we both know that we're at the brink of it because we can feel it. We mm-hmm. we are spiritually in tune enough to know that it's right there. But yes, we are getting anxious about it. Um, and I've tried to tell myself to just take, just, just take a step back. All right. Like don't anticipate success. Don't anticipate opportunity. Don't anticipate, you know, a, a break or a relief from where you are. Just simply be grateful for what you have right now. Yeah. Try your best to stay present and, you know, make yourself feel good in the meantime. But I think it's becoming really difficult because of where we are, because of mm-hmm. the situation that we're in collectively. Yeah. And because we're not getting what we need from where we are right now. And that yes. is something that we can absolutely speak. We can we can name not getting what we need right now. Yeah. Grateful I, and also name that. I, yes. I, to be transparent, specifically like with our podcast, we know we and we feel we're on the trajectory of success and i think it's the uncertainty of where it's where it's going to come from or what that is something like. or what it's going to look like i am being transparent in that space and also wanting to get the recognition that we deserve is something that i'm just like i know it's going to come where is it going to come at and all of these things i think i'm in a space of like i am hungry i want it I know what's going to happen. Just not knowing where it's going to come from is the thing that is like, ugh, like we're like, you know, pushing through. We're making these episodes. We're doing the content. We're being, we're elevating every time we come in front of the, our listeners and our viewers and all that stuff. But there is something still in the back of my head that feels like people aren't giving us the credit that is due. And we are on our 69th episode. 
okay? My roommate was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize you've been doing this We're on our 69th like, episode, yeah. and we tell people to brag. We tell people to be confident in themselves and all that stuff like that, and rightfully so. We should be confident in our content and our things of that nature. Of course, if there's some, you know, tweaks and some um, things that we need to reflect on, by all means, we'll take that into, we'll take that in and we'll do it. However, I feel like it's something that is missing in people, like, buy, not buying into us, but just, like, giving us our credit what it's due. You know, we have not yet, and I'm, and I'm, I'm very passionate, we have not yet been on other people's podcasts. You know, and we've had so many people come on and I, but um, yeah, for me right now, just being transparent, not being on other people's platforms yet, or, you know, speaking about what we, you know, our platform and things of that nature, kind of is something that I'm wanting to see more happen in our future. And I'm like, I know it's going to happen somehow, some way. But that is definitely something I'm like, ah, we bring people onto our platform. We giving people, you know, their space and their time. But people need to give us ours too. And I don't know if that's something I'm, I need to work on and I need to not be so like, oh, what is going to happen? But I just am like, y'all, I'm, I'm being sick. I'm like, I'm confident in our platform. I'm confident. And, you know, I'm going to see, I'm going to keep working. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, but I definitely am like, <laughs> come on, Jasmine Sullivan. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just like, come on, I, y'all. Uh, on that on that note for me it's not it's not so much like that it's not even that i i want the like the recognition i mean i do i obviously want <laughs> people to recognize the work that we yes. put into this platform but i think i just want it to be working for me in a different way than it is like i just yeah. want this platform to mean something else to um my career like my I think my biggest concern in my life right now, fuck love, fuck all that yes. shit. Fuck love. Like, is my career. It is yeah. what I am doing with my life. And I am so, I think, on one hand, being happy that you know you're done with the professional realm. And then also not, like, I just want to be done with that shit. I want it to be a chapter of my past because mentally it already is. Mentally, <laughs> I have no stakes in it. I'm, I'm beyond saying, oh, I'm going to do blah, blah, blah so I can improve my, like, resume. Fuck that resume. It's not the resume I want to be working on, so it's not the resume okay. I care about. At this point, like, it's like, look, I'm here to do this job. I'm going to do it, but we're done. And we're no longer, I'm no longer at the point where I'm even trying to delude myself into thinking that that's something I want to work towards. So that means that I am looking for my creative endeavors because this isn't yeah. the only one for either of us. Yeah. The career. And um, as creatives, it is already stressful enough trying to figure out how you're going to make that happen. I mean, we look at creative. We have creators come on this platform regularly. Yes. Just trying to make sure that their careers are um, sustainable and good for them. And we happen to be in that same boat. But I think that's what makes this a beautiful platform for us. Yeah. Because we're not people who are on you know, a pedestal inviting people like, oh, here's your opportunity at greatness. We're all trying to figure it out the fuck together. Yes. That is so important. I love that notion because it's like we are we are wanting to figure it out too. We are wanting our guests to figure it out as well. And we wanted to all come tenfold, right? We wanted to all come when it is when it is needed, when it is best for us, when it is all of those things. And I think for me, I think it's the more recognition the more 
we're in the you know space of like you know success because I like I said I want to be out of the professional world too sis and I think that's why I'm just like bitch give me give, give us some opportunities where I can inch away from it you yeah, know I get that I totally understand what you're yeah doing. that's my mindset it's not you know I need y'all to put me on and talk about it it's just like I need to be put in spaces or opportunities or I need to put myself not have them come to me let me change that I need to be putting myself in these spaces and i think it's trying to figure out how do i do that is something that i'm trying to work through but i think we're also looking for incremental growth and yeah like we see it sometimes in certain ways but it's not going to be linear and we're going to have like periods where we're just like doing this as we have seen we are working yeah. like when i joined this podcast like <laughs> yes be <laughs> transparent like the first couple of months like we weren't seeing like tremendous progress but that yeah. didn't matter to me because this was a place i could come through talk with my good sis, like, get my opinions out there, like, have co- fun conversations that I can't have during, you know, the work day. Yeah. It's always been a place of refuge for me. Like, even in this in this very moment, I'm saying things that I haven't said out loud to people that I feel like would not understand this, this emotion or this feeling. Yeah. But, like, this is a space that we created for people to be themselves and so much more, and we too... Whoa! Oh! <laughs> oh, we too have the opportunity to be ourselves and so much more. Yeah. And I think it's, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it's just, this is a blessing for us, even if it won't, if it, if it ended up not being what we thought it would be, we're mm-hmm. always going to be able to walk away from this and feel like we got something from it. And yes. I think we're just hoping that that can manifest itself physically yeah that is that like I, we are just black boys like i said in the beginning who love black boys and that is something that we are passionate about i am passionate about and i want others to get on that same wave too and i think that's why i'm just like ugh, we are just i'm loving you know it is rare it is so rare and i'm being and i'm being honest and my thoughts i don't see that love happening all the time and that's why we have this. And that's why I'm so hungry. And that's why I'm just like, bro, we need this, right? We need this platform out here. We we need that. And that's why I'm just like, uh, give us that space. Give us opportunity. We will show you why this is important. We will show you why this is necessary. We will show you that we need to heal and we need to be loved and we need to be represented and we need to be there. And I'm just like hungry for it. And I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen, but it's just one of the dilemmas that we're that I'm in right now. I think we're both in is our creative spaces being that vessel of joy, happiness, abundance. success, abundance, all of that. Because we we have the we have the determination, we have the potential. Is just you know aligning the things up to make it make it there, and just it's going to happen for us. But it's just like us just telling our feelings and us just saying how we feel in the moment and all of that stuff. And then let's just do these last two of our check-in with each other. What is something we can do together this week, even if we're apart, even because we're always going to be apart, but we come together sometimes. And um, what are you grateful for right now? So for me, I think something that we can do together is check in with each other. I love when we check in with each other. I We check in with each other a lot. We are not just co-hosts. We are actually best friends. And, um, <laughs> oh um, and I just appreciate um, the space that we've created with each other and the opportunities we have together. I am glad that 
I'm doing this with you, but I think um, something we can do this week together, just like check in on each other's well-being, like we always do. And of course, um, talk about, you know, projects about how we can make that Black Boy Joy even oh, okay. I was right. better. I was talk about projects, but yes. <laughs> Listen, the, pro- we, the podcast project. We, we, you know, after, you know, after we shoot, we have a little dabble, which... <sighs> All yeah. of that. The rest but, of the creative stuff I'm not ready for. <laughs> we, we got it. I, listen, transparency is me either, but I'm I'm working on it. Um, but yeah, I think I think for us, it's the mental check-ins that I think we can do for each other. Um, we try to hold so much for the podcast, but like if y'all listen to me, this this is me and Devin on a regular basis, y'all. We just have put mics in front of our face. <laughs> like, me and Devin, we talk like, We'll be having conversations and be like, oh, we should stop this we right now. Stop. And just- for the podcast we should we would genuinely carry this shit on like just between the two of us and we i just, think it's so important just do it right here like we just yeah. pause our conversations and we resume them when we come on this podcast yeah. because we want it to be something authentic like i'm not trying to give you i'm not trying to serve y'all no bullshit on the platter like this is not no shit that i'm like concocting you know trying yeah. to like persuade y'all into no shit like this is my this is not about a show <laughs> this is about my life it's the thing about us, like, we That's give fine. y'all, we give y'all who we are. Of course, there is, like, you know, parameters and things of that nature, of course. Boundaries. However, there's boundaries. However, this is us, and we can only be us, and we can only be who we are with each other. So there's no fake shit. There's no, like, you know, when we come on the camera, no, girl, this is what we, this is how we talk to each other offline. So <laughs> that's why I call him my sister, girl. We, I call him by his actual name, which yeah. I need to work on. <laughs> I need to work on. But it, it is something. So this weekend, we can just continue our mental check-ins and our self-love for each other or, and our um, affirmations. And um, what are you grateful for right now? I um, am definitely grateful for the relationships that I'm strengthening right now as we speak. Um, I am also grateful for still being alive, you know, still being healthy, still being active, still, even though I'm in, I'm in a space mentally, emotionally, and like sometimes physically of um, not knowing the trajectory of things, deep down in me, I know I'm good. You know, there's there's some there's success coming. There's some joy in me. There's some happiness. If there was not none of that, I would not be in front of this camera with y'all to this day. So I know that there is that, and I'm grateful of that. Of course, this platform, but of, I am so happy with the friendships that I have kept with throughout COVID. I am so happy with who who I have in my circle right now. Um, it is a blessing, and I want to repeat: it is a blessing to have queer friends that are healthy, happy, and able to tra- tr- um, translate their emotions and feelings with you. Yeah. I appreciate that, sis. I appreciate our friends that are, um, and you know, queer and things of that nature, because we are dealing with this and who we are every day. And I just absolutely love- Wow, so many problems. <laughs> <laughs> so many problems. I love- the openness and candidness and vulnerability that we allow ourselves to do in a safe space. Nobody's being forced to, you know, talk about things. There's no, I love that I have that relationship with you off camera and on camera and just our friends off camera and on camera as well. Even people that we bring onto the show. I just, I'm so grateful to have spaces with people because little do y'all know after we get off the show, we are not done. 
when the cameras stop rolling or when the cameras don't roll, we are still talking to our guest and we are still talking to ourselves. So we have to cut it off at a certain point, but I'm just grateful <laughs> that there is some form of healing that happens in my friend circle and also with the podcast. So I'm so grateful for that. Me too. <laughs> I'm just like... Um, I, I definitely am going to second that checking in. Um, we, could, we could all probably try to be a little bit more present in the group mm-hmm. message. <laughs> <laughs> There's you know always, what? So many group messages on my phone, and I'm like, because then when we get in person, it's fine. We're talking, and it's like not an issue. But like on text message, we're just like, we'd be like, some of us are not, some of us are yes. there. Like it's it's never consistent. Um, so I'll I'll, I'll make an effort to be more uh, present in our group message. Um, oh, <laughs> we'd be like, where's Devin at? <laughs> I'll be looking at the message just like... you be like, okay, I see where... Let me jump in. Nope, I'm good. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it's like, is my is my commentary needed right here? Mm-hmm. Nah, that'll be fine. Um, what I'm grateful for right now. Um, first and foremost, I'm grateful to have a place to lay my head. I am grateful to have money to put food on my table um, and to do some of the things that bring me joy. I can't do all of them, but I can do, you know, a good number of them that I know that there are people in this world who cannot, yeah. in this country, who cannot. Um, I am so thankful to have people who love and support me and to know that that support is so much more present or clear to me now than at any point in my life. Like I truly know who is here to support me and how much they are. Um, All of my relationships feel stronger. They feel like they've gotten stronger in 2020. Um, And uh, I'm grateful for opportunity. I'm grateful to have finished my first film. Like it never really hit me that like, this is the first movie I'll ever be in. Um, and I I'm so excited for it. Like I, I really got the lead for it. Like, um, you know, they, uh, my director sent me the poster and I'm looking at like me, I'm looking at like my body. I'm looking at like, you know, the, what I sat there and did work for. And I'm like, wow, this is so neat. Um, I'm, I'm just, I am so grateful as much as I yearn in this very moment. There, I have so much to be grateful for. You and I have so much to be grateful yeah. for. Um, ultimately, I'm grateful for this podcast, for this platform, for the things that I've learned, for the skills that I've developed as a result of it, for the friendship mm-hmm. that we've built um, as a result of it, for the people who have come into my life as a result of it. I mean, truly met some people who have changed my perspective of things. I'll never forget interviews like Basial, like I'll never forget, you know, interviews like Duran Bernard, you know, like what? With Davon and Trayvon. Yes. Amazing time we had with Gary, the uh, fun time we had with Drew. Like, and I'm, there's so many more. And there's so many more and we've really gotten to, we've gotten a chance to interact with these people. Yeah. We would never have met otherwise, you know? Yeah. So I am I am abundantly grateful. And even as I continue to strive for things as I move forward, I will never forget that I am so blessed. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that is, um, 
I think it is important for our listeners and our and us as well is to acknowledge things that we are grateful for um, in this moment. I think we need to be vocally um, happy. You know, we need to express our happiness more, and I think we need to be able to vocalize things that are grateful because we we are quick to talk about the things that you know are making us go be feel down and the things that are like you know not motivating us and um, all of that. But I think it's also a re- important to remind ourselves that um we are we are great there's grateful things in our lives that we just need to like vocalize so i wanted us to end on that note and i want i wanted our listeners to hear that as well because through through me and devin and you all going through what is happening with the pandemic you know with um the mother i mean mother nature taking over itself in certain you know areas of the world you know financial burdens and um all of these things you all are alive to even hear us talk which you all should be grateful for as well like that is something that is (laughs) that is a grateful like the fact that you can still hear us right now shows that you are doing the things to push yourself forward and i am so happy um that you all are on this on this journey with us and we do have some resources that we'll hopefully post on our platform about um you know uh burnout the conversation of self-worth self-confidence self-knowledge and self-esteem because those four things uh are things that we um are dealing with as humans that we can definitely like you know be better at to keep ourselves pursuing persevering and then also these questions that we have with ourselves um, on the platform so we will definitely find a way to give you these resources as well to help you all um, persevere like we are because it is important and we love you all because without you all um, we wouldn't be here you all wouldn't be here and we we just want to help each other love we want to heal we want to have everybody be in be in great spaces Um, so I appreciate Devin and you doing this with me. Um, of course, this is always something that we do offline. So it's nothing new. We just did it on camera with people. Um, but yeah. Also, we shout out to Samson. Um, Samson. I only, I'm going to just say his first name because, you know, shout out to Samson and Donnie. And um, what is that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Brain fart, brain fart, brain fart. Oh, Anthony. Um, Anthony, yes. Um, Anthony Bond. Anthony Bond. Love the one you are with. It is on Amazon Prime. It is a great movie, queer movie about just navigating relationships in life. I'm really proud of Samson. Um, All of our guests um, that we've spotlighted as well. It's so amazing. So y'all should check it out as well. Yeah. So like that was so interesting. (laughs) Like I was like, okay, so we've had one of the uh, cast members on the show, and the other two have been actual like Black Boy Joy spotlights. So watching that i was like oh shit that's really cool and the yeah. movie is hilarious oh my god i laughed so much i was in this bed screaming. cracking up Girl. um so yeah shout out um to samson and all of his co-star i mean the stars of the show and then also just like check it out but with that being said you all thank you for listening to this episode with us um like we always do you can follow me on my instagram and twitter at underscore lord every that is underscore l-o-r-d-e-v-e-r-y 
And you guys know that you can follow me on Instagram at Derwin King. That's D-E-R-W-I-N-K-I-N-G. And on Twitter at Free Negro. That's F-R-E-E-N-E-G-R-E-A-U-X. And if you all would like to continue the conversation on the podcast platform, you can hit us up at That Black Boy Joy on Instagram and Twitter. And if you all would like to write in or be a guest on the show, you can hit us up at our Gmail um, information account at That Black Boy Joy Gmail. Um, at That Black... <laughs> At that black boy joy podcast at gmail.com. I was so close um, to doing that. And also check us out on YouTube where you can see the visuals of our episodes as well. But like we always say, and I really genuinely mean it, and we both mean it as well, please be so in love with who you are because you cannot be anybody else. Bye. Bye.